hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 110, uh, ostensibly a video game movie podcast. Uh, my name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. How are we doing uh, this week? Oh boy, girls and gays, just, a, just another week of living through major historical events and also having to develop a nuanced political opinion about a show for eight-year-olds. Are, are we still saying having a normal one? Because we're certainly having a normal one. Yeah, I mean, I would say that at this point, uh, we have been having a normal one on the podcast <laughs> for about 30-something episodes now. Uh, yes, that's, that is about right. <laughs> um, so at this point, I think that the, the status quo of the podcast is that we are uh, talking about something unbelievably inane uh, while... <laughs> Uh, while uh, our government uh, actively crumbles around us. Hey, and, hey uh, Alex, I, I want you to remember, this is not who we are. <laughs> this is this this this, uh, this episode, this is not who we are. We're a video yeah. game podcast. Usually this it's a video game podcast where it's just goofs and we never talk about politics. <laughs> Listen, if you want to hear us talk about politics, we're going to talk about politics on the post show. But first, we have business to attend to. So, Mark... <laughs> What did we watch this week? <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel like the the critic on Ratatouille right now just like in many ways <laughs> the 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 art of being a critic. We risk very little and then we talk about <laughs> Donald Trump's attempted coup. Uh, anyway, um okay. Uh so. well we watched the Sonic Boom cartoon. <laughs> Of course we fucking did. Um, what so, else was there to do this week besides watch the Sonic Boom cartoon? E Nothing else worth paying attention to. Go on. Sorry. Sorry. Politics in you the post-show. We are talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Surprisingly, there's politics in the Sonic also. I can't um, believe it. On, this, <laughs> on Cartridge Cinema Club? <laughs> you know, even the... the the, the politics is somewhat textual in this as well. So, yeah. you know, uh, for a change, we we don't have to extract it uh, no. with a syringe. No, it's the, actually just right the there. The political bits in this episode are, uh, about Sonic are not like us doing like a doing a goof. <laughs> it's it's it is we're about to deliver a sober critique of Sonic Boom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep I keep getting ahead of myself. Please go on. So uh, no, it's it's fine. Um, so Sonic Boom is, yeah, it's an American French CGI television series produced by Sega of America and Technicolor Animation Productions. Um, we all know them and love them, sure. Um, based on the video game franchise series Sonic the Hedgehog, more specifically based on the Sonic Boom series um uh, sonic boom rise of lyric for the wii u in 2014 the famously incredible frame rate um <laughs> and amazing glitch where if you jump and then pause it and then unpause it you regain your double jump infinitely <laughs> so the speedrun is just pausing jump pausing jump pausing jump it's very good for a goof go watch it anyway the show um exists and uh it ran on cartoon network in the U.S. from 2014 to 2015, um, I, I, I thought it was to 2017, but whatever, it, eh. it doesn't matter. Eh. It doesn't Who fucking cares? matter, guys. Yeah, this is basically <laughs> this is basically the uh, the Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures of Sonic, right? Yes. Uh, it is a this is a this is a CGI show uh, full of self references to the franchise, produced in the 2010s, 
uh, in which they have redesigned all of the characters in a way that pissed off everybody um, and released uh, a video game alongside it that sucked shit. Um, yeah, this is the one. This is the one with tall knuckles. This is the one where they're all wearing like athletic tape around their wrists and and ankles for some reason. I don't. I don't particularly hate the redesigns that much. Tails has got some goggles. I'm all right with that. Tall knuckles is creepy, but my mind is used <laughs> to him existing now because it's been knuckles, like half a decade. Knuckles is right. Exactly. It was. It was. It was bad when he first revealed that his neck and his shoulders were one unit. But <laughs> like now, it's like, well, it's, I've seen him enough. Yeah, I've seen it. You know, we we all laughed about it when I was like a college freshman, and then we got over it. All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's all your favorite Sonic characters. Uh, Sonic's there, Tails is there, Knuckles obviously, Amy is there, Sticks. Don't know who that is. Sonic Boom exclusive character. Not sure what animal she is. The voice she has is the worst. Couldn't des- <laughs> couldn't describe she it. She just loud. And she's got a boomerang. I I think. I don't know what she's supposed to be. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Um, and anyway, so they all, they all just kind of live in a village with other animal people, uh, and they just kind of, they, they hang out and they break the fourth wall a lot. Um, Eggman is a, is a villain, uh, but he's just kind of like, like, he's just kind of like the local asshole. Like, he's not, he's not really putting into, into, into effect any, any really convoluted schemes. Maybe he does in episodes that we did not watch, but this show is 11 minutes, uh, so... (laughs) Uh, he's he's like he's like Newman in Seinfeld. Yeah, like he like he comes up he comes over and it, it Sonic is the Jerry. He's like hello Eggman, and then he's just there to like be a dick. Sonic like, really does have a lot of Jerry from Seinfeld energy in this oh, show. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, uh, so yeah, and it's it's pretty much just like Sonic Family Guy from that point forward. They, it, like the mm-hmm. show is just meme bait. Like the show is the show is Sonic Boom funny moments. You know, and, and yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and so we watched the first one. Uh, we watched the one where Knuckles becomes the mayor. Uh, we watched the extremely ableist episode that tells you to go fuck yourself from li- for liking Sonic the Hedgehog. We'll get to that. Um, and then we spent like 15 minutes just watching a literal Sonic Boom funny moments compilation that included all of the the fourth wall gags and the the Sonic franchise fandom self reference crap. Um, uh, so how did, hmm, all right, let, there's a hmm, lot to unpack here with the Sonic show. How did, what's your general thoughts here, uh, on Sonic Boom, Mark? So I texted you upon watching the first, like, 11 minute segments, <laughs> no, the first two, and I was like, this is the Angry Birds movie of Sonic. <laughs> and the reason I said that is there was just a lot of bits about Eggman being the dude, being the roommate, which was part two of the first episode, which you might not have seen. Um, no, I didn't watch I, that. Yeah, I was watching it on Hulu, and they split it in, into two parts. Uh, so I watched, I guess, an additional 11 minutes that you didn't <laughs> see. Fucking bummer. But uh, <laughs> uh, right, yeah. I mean, this, ep- this, this episode is an episode where Eggman's Should have pirated it, idiot. <laughs> oh, God, I know. I... <laughs> I paid fourteen ninety five a month to watch the Sonic Boom, but also Trailer Park Boys is there, so it's it's worth the price of admission. Um, w- what I was gonna say is the episode that I watched and you didn't watch included uh, the 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 episode is Eggman is crashing on Sonic's couch uh, because his his base gets destroyed. 
Um, yeah, and... like, there's no, like, villain decay for Eggman in this show. Like, he is Not just, he's, he's the, yeah, he is just, like, the ineffectual yeah. dickhead villain. It's, it's, him being a sh- it's him being a shitty roommate the whole episode, but Amy is, like, doing conflict resolution for them. And the way that it's framed is very much the same way that Angry Birds... Uh, did its anger management counseling. Yeah, where it's where, like, like, oh, it's... these male characters are working on their emotions. What a... Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, <laughs> it was it basically insane like... insane to be in touch with yourself physically, it was emotionally? Just Sonic, just Sonic being like, I just want to kick Eggman out, and Amy being like, why don't you ask him how he feels? And him going, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what the episode was. So that's kind of why I was saying it was the Angry Birds of, of Sonic. You know, after watching more episodes, I don't think that this is the Angry Birds of Sonic. I would agree with you this that it sh- this is show much didn't more act actively advocate for the genocide of any specific ethnic group, which that... makes it less bad than the Angry Birds movie. No one drank piss or committed genocide. Not once. No, not w- not <laughs> once. And I'm, I would say that happened at at least too many times <laughs> in uh, Angry Birds the movie. <laughs> Um, we will never escape the shadow of Angry Birds never. The movie. Um, <laughs> it it provides it's a contextual framework for the rest of the podcast. Uh, Angry Birds the movie is our true north <laughs> <laughs> on the compass of Cartridge Cinema Club. Anyway, it's Family Guy. You were right. Um, yeah. In that there's some good bits, like some 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 genuine laughs uh, that I enjoyed, um, but mostly I found the attitude a little off-putting from what we watched. Um, I, I find it to be a confusing product. Let me know if you think this is accurate as well, mm. but it just feels like it's simultaneously clearly aimed at littler kids than usual for Sonic and also older kids than usual for Sonic. <laughs> like, instead of being for 12-year-olds, which is just usual Sonic, oh, it's for 12-year-olds. It's for, like, 8-year-olds and also 18-year-olds. But it's not for the middle anymore yeah if you're in middle school fuck you (laughs) yeah if you i I don't know yeah like like kids in the 90s like watching attitude era wwe and playing sonic that was like 12 13 Mm -hmm. this is not that it's it's much littler kids and also kids who are watching south park uh in their suburban houses when their mom isn't looking Mm -hmm. uh i don't know that being said i think the show works um for the most part you know at least it would work without the 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 bullshit that we'll get into um i i think if you just watch the best self-aware moments montage uh you'll get some goofs and you don't actually have to watch the show that's what i recommend you doing because you will enjoy those moments they are genuinely funny i i would say that it is bearable for the most part um, sure. yeah. like I would, it's watching this show is like when you're at like a party and there is a stranger there who you can tell is just trying really fucking hard to be the funniest guy in the room. And it's like <laughs> kind of off putting because it just feels really fake. Um, but you know, he's, he's dropping them every other second. So, you know, there's going to be a good zinger in there every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. This is like this, that. He, he, he does improv. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like genuinely good at yeah. coming up with these things, but he also is used to it being a performance. Yeah, yeah. Like Roger Craig Smith as Sonic gets to land a couple good deadpan zingers in here. Yeah. Eggman is usually funny. Like it's 
fine. The pacing doesn't feel right a lot of the time with some of the jokes. And I think part of it is like the cheap CG feels very inorganic to me. And that makes doing the very self-aware kind of making the characters try to feel down to earth stuff doesn't work because the characters feel very weightless because it's like, you know, cheap sure. kid show CG. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. I found, um, I found the, the capitalist realism of Sonic Boom to be somewhat bleak. <laughs> <laughs> it's, th why is this such a thing? Okay, I, I think I know why. Okay, let me explain what I mean when I say that. So when right. I say when I say capitalist realism, I uh, here meaning the prevailing belief that it is easier to imagine the end of the world than it is to imagine an end to capitalism. Right, a sort of like sense of resignation among everyone that this is all that we will ever have and all that we ever can be. Um, and this is certainly not a sensibility that is unique to Sonic Boom, um, but is something that is present in a lot of these types of shows and movies for kids. I think it starts with Shrek. You know, oh, Shrek is yeah, Shrek is big on this. Where like the 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 like like Shre like the the whole conceit of Shrek begins with like displaced like 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 homeless people showing up on somebody's property and him getting pissed and him wanting to get like, essentially he's traveling to get like the zoning rights fixed for his fucking property. Yeah. Lots of, lots of jokes about bureaucracy, lots of jokes yeah. about how the government is corrupt, but no suggestion that it's possible to ever change that status quo. Um, yes. In particular yes. in Sonic boom, uh, which takes place in this fantasy animal village where they do not have universal health care explicitly. Like, the phrase universal health care is used in a joke more than once in the Mayor Knuckles episode, and it's implied that they do not have it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and, and did you notice that did you notice that both times when they said, hey, can we get some universal health care? Like, those was one of the only lines where there was no response after that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... That that is the joke. There's no there's no him going. Ha ha. Well, maybe if you blah 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 because like they couldn't possibly push it any further than just mentioning universal health care. Yeah, like this this show that takes place in a uh, uh, sci-fi fantasy animal village full of colorful cartoon characters cannot possibly imagine a world where these characters uh, <laughs> aren't able to come together to care for one another, you know? Cyberpunk. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's very bleak, um, you know? It's very, like, there's another joke in, 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 in a later episode where, like, like, it's a throwaway joke, like, they're at career day, and they're like, you can do well if you just are a rich aristocrat that inherits all of your money. And it's like, the show knows that, like, wealth is bad and, the sh and, and understands that the state of things is, is, is not just. But it cannot possibly escape from the, like, prevailing dominant ideology of neoliberal capitalism to imagine a different world and that's like and that's the joke you know <laughs> yeah like that's what all of these that's like what the joke in like angry birds is and what the joke in yep. sonic boom is and like a lot of these and, and the joke in elf bowling the great north pole elf strike 
Yeah, um, seriously. Yeah, it's just like, this is how things are, and it's miserable, and you might as well laugh about it. And that's, I, I think I it's was, like a very bleak thing to put in front of children. I was just, just today talking to, and the idea that, like, capitalism is like gravity is, is you know, it's in the kids' shows because, like... The people who are making it believe that. And they and they are and they live in the ocean of capitalism that is our that is our society. I was chatting with my friend who I recently had moved further left, and he was just like, "No, I don't believe billionaires should exist, but like millionaires should definitely exist." <laughs> and I was like, "Some people should just have more power than other people." I was like, "Okay, but why?" He was like, "Well, you know, they, you know, some people just like you know they work really hard," and I was like. Well, then why shouldn't billionaires exist? Like this, you're, you can't just set an arbitrary line. Like, yeah. And, and by you can't, I mean that's what everyone does. Like fucking Joe Biden put his wealth tax at four hundred thousand, and it's like, okay, well if you're putting it there, then it's just fucking arbitrary. Yeah, anyway. I mean that that's the process of being like an American socialist is just decades <laughs> of deprogramming what you learned in the first two decades yes. of your life you know it, it, both of us are still fucking doing it yeah, we will be doing it, it our do whole it lives every day we we exercise it through this podcast um yeah. yeah so that that's that's depressing um let's uh <sighs> all right let's talk about the christine chandler thing so this is the this is the thing that most people have heard about for the show is I what i have so. gathered when yeah. i was doing a lot of online uh research and i was i'm actually fairly new to the to the christine chandler uh lore it feels well, it feels i don't want to say lore it feels shitty to play into the idea that it's lore it's a human being yeah it's Go a ahead. person's life like, like okay so i know i yeah i know the i know I, okay so briefly let's talk about who christine chandler is um she is was she still around but i haven't checked in on it in a long time um but she uh was a webcomic author for a sonic fan comic called sonichu um uh certainly a deeply flawed individual um but also someone who was just targeted and just mercilessly and relentlessly bullied stalked and harassed by 4chan users uh for like a decade um, who basically just treated her life like a soap opera and, like, made an entire wiki about her and all of the people she knew and just just really just disgusting voyeuristic shit. Um, just as a bit. Yeah, right? as a joke. Like, yeah, it's it's really sickening. It's honestly not something to laugh about. Um, now, now, is it fair to say that a lot of, like, the, the, the issues, like, the problematic things, like, about her are, like, we wouldn't know them unless these people had like drawn there drawn it out there by... are there are aspects of sonichu that reveal a person who certainly uh is uh racist um okay okay but well i i will defer to you on yeah <laughs> this but, i haven't but <laughs> this person also was like i'm not i'm not making excuses for that but i will also say that this is a person that was deeply traumatized like this is a person who like was struggling with their mental health and mm -hmm. that was deliberately exacerbated by strangers who wanted to 
like make her dance like a puppet for them basically yeah and no one deserves that treatment no yeah it's 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 sick what they did to this person it's it's yes. it's not right and so it's fucked up that they made an episode of sonic boom uh where they put in a character who is very obviously christine chandler uh yep. because the, the character okay so the ca character in the show is male christine chandler is not male but get it um it's the character in the show is literally wearing like a polo shirt with white trim which is like the shirt that christine chandler is famous for wearing in all of the pictures of her um mm -hmm. for a very long time right so it's very obviously supposed to be her um and then of course the joke is this character is sonic's biggest fan um he has difficulty understanding uh social norms uh, and he has, like, some obsessive-compulsive tendencies. Um, and then, so, of course, he is a stalker who does a misery by Stephen King on Sonic. Um, so, yeah, a real dim view of autistic people and uh, uh, people with OCD and, and really anyone who, uh, who doesn't fit into, uh, you know, the... 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 <sighs> fuck. This is it's, just really depressing, man. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, ugh. it's it's deeply saddening. There's there's just um, it it's also just a, just a fuck you to, it's it's not just an in an ableist sense. It's also just a fuck you to people who participate in like deep fan culture and do fan fiction at all. Like it's it, it there there's so many aspects to this that are just it yeah it really it it really is coming out and being like hey you awkward kid or adult fan of sonic who likes this show fuck you yeah and it's casting <laughs> a surprisingly wide net of like fuck you like for a lot of people who'd be watching this yeah i can't imagine who this episode is for if not for the bullies yeah. on 4chan who will see this and be like, ha hey, this they, show simultaneously the like, thing. yeah, this show simultaneously wants to be like, oh, look at all of the deep references to Sonic we know. Also, if you also know deep references to Sonic, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> and I would say the people who like laugh at things like Christine Chandler and like Sammy classic Sonic fan um, are like not necessarily the same people who would actually like know the deep sonic lore so again it's just this is an episode for those people and yeah. not for the sonic fans which is like uh, you're making a sonic show <laughs> yeah like you the this show is for sonic fans and this and this is just this is just a big middle finger to sonic fans yeah it's, it's shitty they also they also not to mention they're putting in this caricature of a person who was deeply traumatized uh by the way that they had been mocked and parodied by other people and probably invited even more trauma into their life by uh, drawing more attention to them yeah this just gives these people more ammunition yeah it's uh it's fucked i thought that was unethical that they made that episode quite literally yeah yeah yep um so last thing we're going to talk about here, I think, uh, is uh, couldn't couldn't go without mentioning this. We didn't even watch this episode. I specifically just pulled up this clip because I knew that people would want us to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
just gonna roll it. Comes down to this one penalty kick. Can the young woman break the glass ceiling and prove once and for all that a female can be just as good an athlete as a male? You know, Amy, anytime someone calls attention to the breaking of gender rules, it ultimately undermines the concept of gender equality by implying that this is an exception and not the status quo. What? Just because I'm a meathead doesn't mean I'm not a feminist. So. So, so, so this take stupid. <laughs> not only is it annoying that they did this in the first place, but like this take it's, from Knuckles is is it's a bullshit take. It's, it's got big nonsense. Like, it's got big what is like he what talking if, about? <laughs> like, hey, what if women are the real propagators of their own oppression? Um, which is we get plenty of that on the left already. So like, I don't really need a kid's show to be spitting this at me again he literally says like if 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 we name and understand the the material conditions that we are in and our relationship to our oppressors then we won't be able to change those conditions <laughs> it's fucking moon logic sonic boom fuck you what the fuck <laughs> is that this like, is exactly <laughs> the same as like this is like well if we we can't we shouldn't have black history month because uh it's just it just it causes more separation between yeah there's us. too it's just you're just causing division amy you're <laughs> just you're just spreading division Quit being so divisive it's time to heal it's th this is a time for healing this isn't a time for <laughs> accountability okay well uh, all right well we're gonna we're yeah we'll be getting into that soon so first real quick mark what are we watching next week <laughs> um it's going to be a weird one. We're calling this weird, obscure, live-action Mario <laughs> shit. The, yeah. the Lost Mario tapes. Um, <laughs> we I can't believe that we made a whole episode out of the Mario porn uh, and didn't include it here. But looking back... Um, that was necessary. I, I, that was that necessary was work. Somebody had to watch it. <laughs> listen, listen. The, the, we, we do the work. I highly the, doubt that there is any other video game movie podcast that had the fucking boxy no. <laughs> to do Super Hornia Brothers. The, the, the work is the work, and someone's <laughs> got to do it. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so we've got the Super Mario Challenge, the Mario on Ice, Mario Ice Capades. Um, we've got uh king koopa's cool cartoons all spelled with a k i'm i'm glad there's four words um so i <laughs> yeah so the the king koopa's cool cartoons i think there only exist like three minutes of that's like it's like a show where a man in a creepy old bowser costume uh like introduces old uh public domain cartoons uh, to an audience of children, and it like aired licensed? on like one channel in California for like th four weeks, and then disappeared forever. <laughs> are, are are these licensed or yes? Are, what's okay. all of these are licensed, is my understanding. Um, not to say not to say that unlicensed things don't aren't worthy of the podcast treatment. Uh, <laughs> no, certainly we, not. <laughs> we did. There will be brawl, um, and we'll we'll but... do more. We'll do that Sonic fan movie at some point. Ooh. Probably um, better than the, the real Sonic. Probably uh, less propaganda than the real Sonic. <laughs> probably, um, but yeah, this will be a, this uh, this will probably be a fucking fever dream of, of an episode, and so <laughs> will uh, our continued uh, national events over the course of the next week. So, you know, just 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 line just line. What are we? Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? 
Um, okay, so you can find the podcast at Cartridge Cinema. Uh, that's on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. Yeah, that's where you Join can go dis- complain about Mark's mic not being replaced yet. Uh, the the um the the lo- lo-fi mark uh, continues. I'm the uh, I'm doing like an old school like Rex Orange County thing. Um, yeah, I was listening to Rex Orange County today. The first artist that I could I wanted to say Ariel Pink, but turns out Ariel Pink is fucking racist fucking anyway. Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, join the Discord. <laughs> it's Shit. linked on. It's linked on the Twitter. It's a lot of good fun. Um, iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud. Um, are some places you can listen uh, to us as well as your favorite podcasting app. You should rate us. That would be cool. Uh, music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Let's just get... All right, here we go. Say, show. Let's see. Here we go. Say Fuck the line, Bart. <laughs> here we go. All right. Politics. Woo! Slap myself in the face a couple times. Yeah. Okay. Um. So... Uh, so, um, alright, so uh, we could, we could talk about this for over an hour, but I don't want to. So, mm-hmm. I think what, so what I'm gonna do here on this little politics post show for y'all, um, is i just like to point out some words that you should be aware of and watch out for from the media and politicians in the wake of the events of the past week on January 6th, um, I will be referring to this event uh, as a fascist mob or a fascist riot or other similar phrases, and I would encourage you to do the same. Um, And I will explain why to the best of my ability. First, let's knock out the easy one. Let's talk about anarchism. So, okay, this this is obvious, (laughs) but I think it is worth saying out loud since I think even a lot of leftists uh, and a lot of new leftists, and I think there are a lot of new leftists who listen to this show, um, yep. are not clear on this. Um, Mark and I are new leftists also. Yeah. So, Th- you know, this, that- this is something, this is something that I became clear of in like late 2019, if yeah. not early 2020. Yeah. So, so it's very um, new. There, there have been, uh, people who have been, who get paid millions of dollars a year to talk about politics, uh, who have been referring to, uh, this event as anarchy or these people as anarchists. Um, Not so to mention D- Donald Trump also using that language mm-hmm. specifically, and more more Republicans than him. So yes. yeah, yes. Uh, so let's let's clear up let's clear up some things real quick here. Uh, anarchy is not when you say no rules and become the Joker. Um, <laughs> these people are fascists. They are white supremacists, and you should call them that. Yes. Anarcho communism or anarcho syndicalism is a political ideology centered around the concept of order without power um and is based in the organization of the working class with a focus on building revolutionary power through radical workers unions so organizing Mm -hmm. workers in order to have to be able to stop and control the gears of capitalism in order to gain leverage for workers um, yeah, when there you is, think of socialist, anarcho-syndicalism is like a very similar type of yeah. like ballpark for that, and anarcho-communism, obviously. There are yeah. certainly ideological uh, uh, conversations and discussions to be had between anarcho-communists uh, and Marxist-Leninists. I don't right. really consider myself an anarchist, but I work with a lot of people who are anarchists. I have read a lot of uh, anarchist writing that I enjoy and love. Um, 
And, uh, you know, there is tons of history that you can look to in the United States of anarchist mm -hmm. worker organizing. Uh, you know, the IWW uh, has been organizing in the United States for decades um, and has been based in uh, anarchist thought for decades. Um, but also you can look at, like, Spain during the Spanish Civil War and see that anarchy is not just, like, chaotic, neutral, the political ideology. It means, like... Like, it's, I think it's really ridiculous when people try to suggest that, like, anarchy is not, like, a serious political ideology. When, like, anarchist workers in Spain literally, like, controlled part of the country at one point. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah, the fact that, that anarchists throughout the history of the United States in the, in the 19th century have, and 20th century, accomplished some of the things that that we now like take for granted like yeah. stuff like that and, and and a lot of the most effective organizers on the ground in the u.s right now are anarchists um yes. and oh, oh also briefly anarcho-capitalism is not a real political ideology that nope. is just libertarianism <laughs> but with extra edginess uh it doesn't mean anything it's not a serious th ideology for adults it is a it is no. a it is a it is baby's first political ideology yeah. for 15 considering olds. considering all ancaps voted for donald trump who is an authoritarian <laughs> yeah. like like fuck off yeah um if you would like to uh, a more detailed read on uh what anarchism is uh in a communist context i recommend anarchism in the black revolution a book i've mentioned before because it's really good um and that also is like a book where it's like here's my very detailed plan for how i think we need to organize workers in the united states like it's not you know it's not just like oh a bunch of people were running around with pitchforks therefore it is anarchy you know um <laughs> But CNN anchors are paid a lot of money not to understand this, right? It's not like, you know, whether or not they know that they're intentionally uh, being anti-communist when they say these things doesn't really matter. They are being anti-communist and they're paid a lot of money not to understand that. Uh, call them fascists. They are fascists. Um, I also want to talk about uh, the word insurrection um, and the use of the word domestic terrorism. Or phrase domestic terrorism. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. These these are maybe sort of kind of true technically to describe the event that we saw, but I will not use these terms. And yeah, you, we can we can group like coup um, into this as well. Um, yeah, that, sort of. Coup, like, yeah, it's my reasons for not calling it a coup are different from my reasons not calling it an insurrection. I think like. It wasn't quite a coup because I don't think it was that organized. Like, yeah, there was they no plan. Pla they, like, they, they got in there. And, it, yeah, and they, they got in there and took selfies. Yeah, and they had they clearly had some goals. They wanted to stop the election and they wanted to take hostages or kill people. Uh, but there was not like an organized, you know, uh, front to actually like take over the United States government, right? Sure. Um, maybe that will happen, but that is not what we saw, right? Um, mm -hmm. but let's talk about insurrection, right? Um, yes. A socialist revolution against the United States government would also be an insurrection. Um, so I will not criticize this event on those terms. I will not speak in counter-revolutionary terms, right? And I think if you consider yourself a socialist, you shouldn't either. Um, because any legislation or rhetoric about this event that does not say fascism and 
white supremacy, white nationalism as the issue and just only vaguely refers to insurrection or domestic terrorism um, is going to be turned back on the left. Um, and we literally already see Bynum doing this. We literally already see fucking yes. Bernie doing this. I was, yeah, we, God, that fuck. I'm gonna talk about the Bernie tweet. There's a Bernie Sanders made a tweet where he was like, "We need to, we need to, uh, you know, bring these people to justice uh, because we cannot allow for an insurrection against the United States government. Nothing about we cannot allow white supremacists to march through, <laughs> you know, our halls, even though they do that every day. Surprise, but yes. <laughs> just different and, and, types of white supremacists. Less, yeah, and, and the, less the fact ones. that that he, the fact that he did that in like other tweets doesn't excuse this tweet for being very bad and and very indicative of the fact that you know that he is a liberal and not a socialist at the end of the day he is he is not a revolutionary socialist he is a united states senator he's a politician um he is a democrat i mean he ran as a democrat uh, whether or not he's registered as a democrat in the senate all all that being said yes he yeah. This tweet is counter-revolutionary. We, we cannot allow an insurrection against the United States government is the language of someone whose job it is to pre- preserve U.S. empire. Yeah, to, to preserve, yeah, aristocracy. And, um, and, this, and this is ultimately the, the job of any, even the furthest left U.S. congresspeople, U.S. senators, even if Bernie had become the president, this, that would still have been his job first and foremost. Yeah. Um, a man who, yeah. who was perfectly willing to use the word revolution when it was politically convenient for him um, mm-hmm. would absolutely put down a leftist socialist revolution in the United States if he had been the president, right? Um, yes, this I, is I, true. I and... need people, I, I, like, I want, <laughs> I, think, I think it's important to think very hard about if your problem is with political violence or if you were considering what the cause behind that political violence is. Because right. a lot of people don't have the luxury of sitting back and saying that all violence is wrong. A lot of people do right. not have the luxury of getting to debate on Twitter with their friends whether or not it's, it's, it's okay to punch Nazis or whether or not God. it's okay yeah. to, like, kill a cop or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, because they have to do those things in self-defense, right? Um, exactly. Yeah, and I— yeah, I, I, I posted uh, on Twitter that because literally um, one of the Capitol Police officers got like beaten to death by the rioters uh, with a fire extinguisher. And I said that I think that it's not cool that that cop got murdered by white supremacists because this was not an act of self-defense because the cops. The cops were, are not a threat to the white supremacists, right? The cops yeah. are not a threat to white supremacists. They essentially murdered one of their own. And I, I think that you i think like the only thing to take from that is that (laughs) these people are depraved and sick exactly and have don't even have loyalty to their own no yeah same same with the fact that that lady got shot in the throat that's yeah yeah Yeah. same take yeah and then you also had a note here about like you know the phrase like domestic terrorism and this like insistence by a lot of liberals that we have to call it domestic terrorism i Uh, see this so much and i kind of wanted to I, I wanted to talk about this a little bit, yeah. Um, t- so terrorism is a term that was invented, like specifically to to specify attacks on quote unquote white countries by quote unquote brown people, or like uh, originating from brown countries or brown like ideologies. 
And I just, I don't think that like expanding the definition to like, no, we need to also include white people. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that like solves any problems. Like, just like we've been saying, political violence is not the issue. Um, aimless, stochastic violence uh, targeted by white supremacists and fascists and literal, literal Nazis, uh, which is what happened, uh, is is the problem it's not the fact yeah that's yeah pay yeah. attention, Violence, pay attention yeah. to uh if your rhetoric if any of the rhetoric that you're using could be used to justify the expansion of the military the police or the surveillance state then you need to walk back and think about what the fuck you're saying and who the, you're aligning yes. yourself with when you say that. this was happening this is happening this week with all of this um obviously this is having um massive ripples uh throughout um the the world um there's a lot of um a lot of people in like canada's labor party um i was seeing and i I was talking to to people about that are trying to um label the proud boys as a terrorist organization and i saw a lot of uh a lot of uh yes this is awesome from the liberals on twitter and a lot of hold on all this does is uh all this does is uh, increase the surveillance state's uh, uh, justification to spy on people yep. um, from the leftists on Twitter. So this is happening in Canada. It's surely happening in the UK as well. Um, I mean, I know it's happening in the UK as well. I just don't have a specific example. Yeah. Um, Biden is, is already why... talking about doing this. Like, it's, yeah, this is like, yeah, this, Biden... is, this is going yeah. to be used as an excuse to crack down on the left. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's basically a fucking op for that. Like, you know, like it, like yes. the fact that they like they, that liberals can look at this and be like, well, the Capitol police failed because they weren't prepared enough. We got to make sure that the police have more money so they can protect us from getting shot in the head for all the horrible <laughs> things we do. Yeah. Like, <sighs> like make no mistake the the cops will shoot you in the neck for much less than trying to break into the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. I, and you don't want to give them more situations in which it's okay for them to do that. There's yep. already way too many situations in which it's okay to do that. Um, the, the, yeah. I think we're, I think we're talking in circles at this point, unless you have yes. a, anything else you want to hit. Um, fuck cops and don't join the military. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Kamala Harris. Peace. Big time. Peace. That was a 43 minute cartridge. Cinema club. Well, it it sure was. Well, yeah. the first one was like fifty minutes, and we didn't yeah. talk about jack shit. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're just better at doing a podcast now than we were then. I'm I'm proud of our ability to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a good skill that mm-hmm. we can uh, can either keep doing for fun or monetize and ruin it. <laughs> uh, we're never. I'm going. We, can, we I'm, cannot monetize this podcast. No, not this podcast. But like, <laughs> At some point, I'm going to podcast for a job, and I'm going to hate it, but I'll still have this, <laughs> I'll still have this show. All right. I'm going to stop recording now. Yeah.